Hey, this is Keith. Or some actor playing Keith, I'm not really sure anymore. But um, we're coming to the end. The end of my Los Angeles con spree. But before I leave, I have some scores to set and discover a couple truths to be revealed. It's all going to come down to the season finale of Rideshare Episode X. It's going to drop on December 3rd. Now, until then, I want you to catch up by binge listening the first season. And I suggest that you do exactly as I say. Or you're going to miss all the fun. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's Breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Hi, I'm Buzz Dixon. I am the writer and story editor of G.I. Joe, and I'm here at Knowing is Half the Podcast, and uh, I'm with Ray, Robert, and Gina, and have a good time. He never gives up. He'll stay till the fight's won. G.I. Joe will dare. G.I. Joe. and welcome back to your favorite G.I. Joe podcast show. You turning down my levels already? You just gave me the side eye. Don't you worry about what I'm doing <laughs> over here. I actually felt like that was a little quieter and lower energy I was than trying usual. To be, yeah. I was trying to be quieter. Here's the thing. Uh, it was a preset for another podcast that I recorded here earlier. Oh, okay. Uh, and I looked over and you were being quiet enough that you didn't peek anything. I was like... Oh shit! I was lucky because uh, it was cranked up really high. Normally, you would have blown the thing out. Man, this is my one chance to blow out the equipment, and I blew it. Oh, guys, I feel like we really missed the mark on. We really missed an opportunity to take a, a three-person "I voted" selfie because we're all wearing our "I voted" stickers. We still have time. Like the moment is still here. The people won't hear this until uh, Friday. <laughs> So we also, could make it a thing. Also, it won't matter, A, because the day's over. B, it's only in Los Angeles, so nobody outside uh, the city limits will, will I'm care. I feel like that's like 75% of our audience is just Los Angeles. Really? I don't, I don't know where everyone lives. I'm still, you know, I'm still, I'm still holding out hope that one day we'll become really big in Australia. It's still, it's still my dream. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. Just because I like Australia, and it'd be, I've always wanted to go there. I, I have will too not until go. I saw... You, they you could, will not go. They would give me a free ticket to Australia. It, I would not go. I know why. I know why. <sighs> what? Are you afraid giant of spiders? Oh, giant spiders. Yeah. Okay. I know Among Jan has, other things. Jan has a phobia of spiders. Spiders at the top of the list. There's plenty of other things <laughs> that could have, kill like, you. They also have like giant bats. I, have, I used to really want to oh, go like to Australia bats. too. Giant bats? Well, you've got like, giant yeah, bats. Well, you've got like giant spiders. It. You've got other kinds of insects. There's snakes that crawl out of the toilet and into your butt. Yeah. And then they eat you from the inside out and then they wear your skin around. And, and and Russell Crowe, uh-huh. I mean, he could bang a phone off your head or something. Like, yeah. that's a thing. It's a lot of dangerous things. I understand now, Chan. I would go in a heartbeat. I would I go think to Australia looks so awesome. New Zealand. Do they have deadly things? They have deadly sheep. They have hobbits. And yeah, that's why I want to go. I would be a giant among men. See, I'm pretty sure in <laughs> no, New <you> Zealand, <laughs> they they also have those crazy deadly things. But all you th- all you think of is like... Is like, oh yeah, that's where they made Lord of the Rings. So it's probably a great place. Yeah. And you get there, and you like, like a spider walks up to you. He's like, hey, what's up? Can I take your bags? 
Um, I guarantee but, you that, uh, that the touristy places where they'd have the Lord of the Rings stuff, it, there are no giant spiders there. I will have you know that today on set, right before interviewing Alexander Skarsgård, a woman Brag noticed much? a spider on set. And I was like, please, 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 please don't kill it. Can someone take it outside? I'll take it outside if you want to. And then and then a PA was like, I'll take it outside. And he totally took it outside. And killed it. What kind of spider was it? I don't know. It was like a pretty, you know, it was maybe like the size of a nickel. Oh. Uh, here's the thing. Like there's, there's – Just leave that, that there's, one run around. That's like that. Like spiders – there's some spiders that's fine. Then there's some creepier spiders that are small. Like it's borderline. Like, the, but they're also brown widows in Los Angeles now. It definitely could have been one of those. That's I don't a know. situation. That guys, is a situation. Speaking of spiders, how do you guys feel about worms? Because this episode is the worms of death. Wait a minute, are we doing a podcast? I thought maybe we'd do a GI Joe podcast <laughs> while we were here. This isn't a podcast about Australia <laughs> and other deadly, deadly places. Well, this is episode three of the Mass Device uh, series, "The Worms of Death." So, uh, uh, like Australia, would you also not go to the bottom of this trench uh, on vacation? Do you, what? Because the worms of death are there. What kind of question is that? A, I don't have a problem with worms, even giant worms. These are clearly snakes or possibly even, as Gina suggested, eels, screaming eels. The shrieking eels yeah, but they from also, the Princess Bride. They also have like five legs, though, like at the bottom. What? When they when the, yeah, when the tubes see? get shot up and then the little stalks come out and then it's like it's like five little like appendages. Oh, off the bottom I maybe of the had my head turned to take a note at that point. It, they, saw, it. they showed it multiple times. A couple times. Yeah. Well, I watch these episodes with my eyes closed. Uh, that's a problem. Our, yeah, it could be argued. <laughs> I feel like we've seen one of these eels in an episode before because I remember its mouth being open. And I, I mean, think the, any 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 serpent like creature would probably say, look like that. I feel like there was in a, G.I. Joe, you're talking there's about? There's a robot serpent even that looks a lot like this. Uh, yeah. The bazooka saw a sea serpent one, maybe yeah, sort of looks like it. I, I feel like it was very specific. I mean, no, snakes I are a common theme with this show. There was an episode where Leatherneck pulled out his penis and showed oh, it to a bunch uh-huh. of little kids. Tube snake? <laughs> kind of thing looks kind of like that, yeah. 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 So you might have been confused with tube snake with tube yeah. bomb. Yeah, this episode yeah. is called The I'm Tube sorry. Snakes of Death. Tube right. steak. Tube steak. That's oh, yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. Tube steak. Is that what they're called? Tube steak? That's, that's a penis. I, I feel like trouser, both, both I'm combining trouser snake and tube steak. Uh, okay, right. Trouser yeah, that eel? Sense. That makes sense. Is yeah. that a thing? Shrieking trouser, trouser eel. <laughs> well, getting away from this conversation immediately, <laughs> uh, we open with a press conference, and uh, Cobra Commander is once again demanding the surrender of everything. And, and just right out the gate, we know Destro's awesome, because I, I don't know if you have this sound mm-hmm. cue pulled up. Uh, he has one of my favorite insults in GI yeah. Joe history. Back it up. A. Yes. Uh... It's it's really just a sequel, a mildly inferior sequel to the one from uh, last episode, uh, really? which I believe was Egotistical Popinjay. Oh, yes, I forgot about that. Uh, this I, is, I also liked this one. Uh, but before we even get to that. Yes. <laughs> that's a delight. That's a solid pinnacle uh, uh, laugh. Eight There's some good Cobra Commander moments in this episode. He yeah. really shines. He really, like, this is his time because it's him, like, it, it's him thinking he's won and then and then going crazy with his power. And then this him. This is my favorite episode. Is that, is that right? Yeah. And I feel then like it's everyone him. Everyone will know why. Well, okay. Yes, I know why. <laughs> we'll and get there. Then the wonderful, uh, uh, but not quite as great as last episode's Destro's Burn. Egotistical peacock. I loved it. <laughs> I, I loved did too. It. I did yeah. too. Uh, Poppin' Jay is, uh, is, is, is better, but 
Yeah. I had already uh, forgotten about Pop and Jay, but yeah, this me Peacock too. was strong. Me too. This is, uh, that's, that's why why you need us here otherwise you <laughs> correct would be that's why they were able to reuse this joke twice because, that's right uh, my attention span is that of a goldfish have the memory of, yeah exactly <laughs> well major blood is there at the uh, big snowy ice cave and uh, he needs those red crystals so he gets what's like a basically a walking eye right it's a giant spider robot yeah but also first is this the first time we've seen baroness and destro together yes yes because like they're not a couple the, yet i don't think that's what i was wondering but i think they are Actually, I feel like we saw them in the background uh, in episode two. This is their first like scene together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their first scene together, and I think they're already dating. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. They I haven't. They like, haven't told anybody yet. I think oh, they're just flirting. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I don't think they're full on dating. Really? Uh, because the scene in Pyramid of Darkness where they're making out on the boat, and Cobra Commander sees it for the first time, and they're all like, "Oh, oh, I mean, I was getting something out of her eye, Commander." Oh, you think that that was? I the think first? that that was like the reveal of their dating. But I think there was oh. some flirtation already going. No, on. I'm on. I'm on board with Chan. I think that they they've been having a secret dalliance. Yep. I think we'll, we'll here's the deal. We'll keep the both competing theories, and then we'll as we watch the end of Mass Mass Device, Mass Effect, as we watch the end of Mass Effect three, <laughs> uh, Andromeda, no, uh, as and then the Weather Dominator miniseries afterwards. We'll see if we get any clues, and let's just keep this as an I open feel like case. Ray maybe already knows the answer. I, uh, I just I feel he's I, hoping that uh, I feel we it. last I long enough that he we forget about it. <laughs> yeah. I would just say let's just keep this as an open uh, debate topic. Okay. Okay. Until we you know and also, we'll come up with it as a decision. Those aren't spider robots. Those are Empire Strikes Back probes. Oh, I also well, thought mechanical robot spider. Yeah, well, there's two because you have the giant walking eye spider robot, and then he goes and he gets the the, the interrogation droid, and he digs it out and then gets it cleaned up and put back right. in again, and they both go into the cave No, they together. watch Empire Strikes Back, and you're like, make me one of those. Uh, like, that's a little close. All right, uh, how about if we split it up into like two robots that kind of look like, mm. like, yeah. Done. I get, I get, here's the deal. Yes. Mm. <laughs> I get that 100%. Uh, and then, Chan, uh, your favorite. Now, I don't know science <sighs> Fucking too well. Glowing snake eyes, all caps. <laughs> and that shows up multiple times. <laughs> Every time they cut back to him, I'm like, glowing snake eyes. Fucking bullshit. None of this checks out. Nope. Not, like, nothing about this storyline is going to end in a satisfying way for anyone. Nope. Uh, yes, it will, because it ends with with a dog. <sighs> also, you'll be fine. They walk. He, uh, uh, Friggin' Snake Eyes walks right yeah. by Major Blood and everybody, and he's like, oh, let him let him alone to die. Great. Why not take his fucking crystals while yeah. you add it? Yeah. Well, the crystals yeah. are heavily irradiated as well. You could see where maybe they did. Also, they knew that was booby-trapped. Uh, here's the thing. Well, okay, okay. That That's because I had a question about that later. But, yeah, I was thinking, like, oh, yeah, let him go. We can get it back later. And it's like, yeah, you're going to have to go through the snow and get it from him also this has a vaguely like jurassic park uh uh newman dropping the canister into the mud and it falling down the mud vibe to it oh absolutely uh and i just why not just shoot him like you know he's suffering and you know i guess you're putting him out of his misery but he is a joe and he's offering you no resistance and you're all there's 10 of you there with rifles i was put him down i was thinking maybe they did this because they wanted to release a special uh radioactive snake eyes toy (laughs) that like you you press him and then he like sort of lightly glows that wouldn't be that wouldn't be a half bad toy that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying just one of those like uh uh semi-translucent ones Mm -hmm. with like a little Mm -hmm. red light inside it yeah 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 Yeah, i have uh, this episode, I have a lot of science uh, science jerks questions for Chan, yeah, and uh, like a lot of science stuff that I just need to know about. And like, mm-hmm. one uh, is this how 
radiation poisoning works. Uh, we Do covered you? this already. I yeah, want to just we know for people who are stepping in here. Not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. Okay. However, uh, when we t- get a little bit later to the cabin, we'll talk again. That, I have more questions when we get to the cabin, yes. Fair enough. Uh, yes, okay. he did get molested by that crazy old blind dude. Yeah. And yeah. Did you guys think that crazy old blind dude at first was Zartan? Just because of the make of weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah it mm. definitely. It turns out he's just snow. He's just you know a, a hermit Santa. Yep. But mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. anyway, it's a but, raccoon Santa. Get way ahead of myself. Uh, so we go back to Duke, uh, who's doing a meditation. Uh, a, why does he have that stupid helmet on? Because I thought like, okay, we're gonna do some sort of thing where it's like, and now we're gonna visualize. Uh, we're gonna get like a, a a visual representation of what you're remembering or something like that. Right? Uh-huh. No, they don't. He's just like telling them like, shh, okay, quiet, relax, concentrate. You could have just done that on a fucking couch. No, I That's think that like does. I think uh, they wanted to take pictures of him to show around to people to laugh at him. You think like they, they were like, oh, we need to hypnotize you first. You need to like, oh, you need to get <laughs> down into your underwear. And then- <laughs> We've got oh. our paint, paint, and put him, paint your nipples hot pink. Put him in one of those salon chairs. Exactly. Uh, like hair exactly. dryer. Eat this onion. We'll tell you it's an apple and you'll believe us. Exactly. You'll like eat the he's, onion. He's, they're, they're, they're messing with him while he's under the hypno. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's getting dicks drawn on him and, right and left. And what, uh, what is the only thing he remembers? Hottie pussy. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why Scarlet doesn't just smack I, the taste out of his mouth right there. Yeah. Also, All I remember is this hot bitch. And, oh, yeah. So sexy. Don't know where the base is. Sorry, guys. Also, he remembered that last time. So bad job, yeah. hypnotist. Mm-hmm. But, you got him to remember everything that he remembered at the end of the last episode. Also, Scarlet's in the room for this one. She was yeah. in the room the first yeah. time. Mm-hmm. So now I got to believe she's like. Mm-hmm. She was in the room the first time. She was right next to him. I don't know if you noticed this, but at the end end of this scene uh he's like okay let's get our diving gear and go duke's t- telling everybody to round it up and all that walks up to scarlet firm handshake they handshake each that's other that's it yes. no hugging oh, or absolutely. like it's good to see you oh. uh, so but feel so nope just like we're keeping things professional dick yeah. yeah no it was and it was a it was a hearty handshake too it wasn't yeah. just like a little bit of like a little mm, yeah Mm-hmm. I'm like, telling you, this is not if if I was one of these dudes that got the got to date one of the only available three women on the show, mm-hmm. and really two women because CoverGirl is not CoverGirl is great. Yeah, in this yeah, series. this CoverGirl is great. Yeah. I don't know what happened to her later on. <laughs> Next episode, yeah, we could talk about that. Yes. Yeah. it's like she finds Jesus or something after this miniseries, and then <laughs> really <laughs> and frumps herself up. <laughs> Yeah, I liked. I really found myself enjoying CoverGirl every time she's on screen. Yeah, me too. Next I really... episode, you people, yeah, she didn't but... do jack shit this episode. That's fine. Oh, you're right. You're right. That's fine. But um, also, we need to email Buzz and be like, why did she? <clears throat> why did she start sucking? And so and also, like, why why did she become a frumpy McFrumperson looking? Yeah, because you had the long blonde hair, which totally worked because it made her totally different than both Scarlet and yeah. Lady J. And then, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't I understand. Like brunettes, so no, I mean, here's the deal: I, I, she's she's fine, but she's like a frumpy church lady brunette. Like she's not like a hot brunette. Yeah, she gets like all professional and like military. Yeah, and, like, it's not. It's it's like you mean. A soldier is getting all professional and military. Yeah, but I don't want that what in my is, chat show. I want shit. Yeah. What's wrong with her? I'm on team. I'm on team Ray for this one. I want yes. them to be like dressed as sexy I, guys and girls. This is not me being sexist. I want them all as sexy as possible. Correct. Uh, well, like sexy, sexy Flanders. They say who will lead. We don't have any underwater specialists. Boy, would this this would be a great case to introduce somebody. And I'm all excited because I don't I didn't remember who led the team to go down to get the heavy water. And then I'm just like, oh man, who's oh oh oh, it's just torpedo. 
And Torpedo is like the chillest dude on the planet. Like clearly, this is his moment to shine when he when he when he uh, uh, leads this Joe team down into this aquatic mission, and he's kind of just like being all firm and in charge, but still cracking jokes and being silly and positive. Is he one of the bickering guys? He's not. No, that's no. Suit there's who too, comes many, later. too many too nope. many people in that. Okay, again, next episode, there's some weirdness because there's another couple that is basically leatherneck and yes, wetsuit. Yes, yes, I wrote that and down. It was, it was not I torpedo. I wrote that down. But, it's uh, two, got, two white dudes that are leatherneck. Yeah. Like, yes. Like, yes. Yeah. Uh, it was Breaker and someone else. It was, anyway. uh, it was Tripwire and, uh, I'm sorry, Short Fuse and Steeler. That, and that's this episode. Oh, is it this? Okay, yes. we'll get yeah. to it. Uh, there's a lot of crosstalk this episode, a lot of like fun sort of like – Lines for everybody to say. Yeah. Uh, although weirdly, the one that stuck out for me is uh, like, here comes our person who's going to be, uh, you know, uh, leading us on the dive. Some dumbass says, "If that's Moby Dick, I'm checking out." If that's Moby Dick, I'm checking out. I love that line because he doesn't know what a submarine is. He's like, "Oh my goodness, it must be a giant whale coming towards us." Um, what the ever living? Oh my god. Fuck? <laughs> You know, G.I. Joe has that brand new whaling program that they've been uh, indoctrinating Ugh. them into the force. I have to say, there's a weird amount of how to do diving exposition in this episode. Yes. Like, it, it, we don't need to know this crap. I don't know. I mean, it's it sounds kind of like real basic kind of stuff. It might just be like, a, here's a cool new thing that maybe in the 80s, like, there weren't a lot of kids' toys for. So it's like, oh, hey, you know, like you do this and do this. And if you buy the toy, you can then, you know, like, because see, uh, if uh, taking G.I. Joe's in the bathtub, that's some grade A business right there. I was just about to say, that's what this is all about. It's because they want you to take your G.I. Joe toys. And I did. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get it. But we don't need to know all that other stuff. Like, oh, if you if you surface too quickly or if you do. Oh, it's like this many pounds of pressure. I'm like, come on, Mm. man. No, I think that is absolutely the sort of thing where like. You just get a little bit of information, and as a kid, you're like, oh, now I know that you can't go up too fast. And so you get to make tales, craft tales mm-hmm. about your Joes in the bathtub. You know, like, oh, uh, we can't go up too fast, and oh, here comes a Cobra Hydrofoil, and like, oh, what's going to happen? You're like spending spending the afternoon playing with your with your older brother, but like one, you're, the guy that you get to play with has the bends the whole time, so you just got to like <laughs> sit out. Oh, Shipwreck this, came up too fast. He's uh, got the beds. He's got a, see, he's, he's going to be in the Joe Infirmary for the entire play session. Uh, you had uh, you had siblings. Uh-huh. I, however, oh, am picturing yeah. myself as a nine year old naked in the tub. <laughs> uh, no, actually, would have been younger, younger, older. It I, naked in the tub, playing with toys and uh, making those kind of stories. So, yeah, you should have you should have had a sibling, now. man. They're, yeah, they were fun. Yeah, uh, I don't know about that. Uh, but Chan, why didn't you work harder to get a sibling? <laughs> Do I think better I, next time. No, I'm pretty sure I did everything I could to make sure I didn't have a sibling. <laughs> Mom was like, "Another one of that? No, no Jesus man. Christ, no! You are you are missing out. Mm. One of you's He-Man, the other one's Shira. It's it's good playtime. Really? Yeah. Uh, the He-Man Shira Christmas special. Is that what you want That's, your life to be like? It's good playtime. Mm. It's good playtime. You also can't play monsters around the house with just yourself. Yes, you can. Nah. It's a very sad game, but That's yes, how, you yeah, can. Yeah, I was going to say. That's how you get serial killers. Well, and another another cool part that happens with her, and that, that, that sub never is, it was not a G.I. Joe toy, so I don't know why they were featuring it so strongly when it was just 
a generic throwaway sub. Maybe they were going to make it a toy. Maybe it's just so boring looking, though. I don't mm. know. Yeah, they may have just been trying to sell but, but potato. We, Who knows? We do the we do a grape gag, which I just absolutely loved. Where he says, "You know, the pressure will squeeze you like a grape." Yeah. And the one I think it's Breaker it's is eating a grape, and the thing explodes in a way. It was like it was like a boil. It just it just it. For the size of the grape, there was more content that got sprayed this, than was physically possible, and I loved it. This feels like one of the things Buzz was talking about, where they uh, the writers wrote something, and the animators <laughs> were like, oh, is there actually a person squashing grapes? All right, then. <laughs> and the animator, you're like, what? No, that's a fucking metaphor. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Uh, we skipped over timber, though. Well, yes, we did. I was going to come did. back and we're going to – I no, was going to really give it its own section no, right here. No, 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 no. That's not how things work, This right? is chronological order. Yeah. And you skipped yeah. over – We only do chronological yes, order? Yes, we do. Chron- me writing – I know we do, but we skip around a little bit, Glowing guys. snake eyes. Okay, fine. Wrote that again. Glowing snake eyes Number sees two. a timber wolf in the snow who's trapped in a bear trap. Aww. And he saves him. He thought about he thought about not saving him for a, a second. Yeah, yeah. He started it's to a, walk it's away. It's a freaking wolf, man. Why would you? Uh, I don't give a crap. I'm going to save it no matter what. Even right. if it eats me afterwards, I'm still saving it. That's that's not a good idea. I guess Snake Eyes is sort of it. like I'm already having a bad day. Yeah, <laughs> I may as well do something nicer. And if this wolf kills me, then whatever. I'm already having a bad day. But instead, the wolf just follows along. Just yeah. Follows yeah, that's that's how all animal stories Gina, end. Gina, you that's save, not how it works in the real world. You save. Do not, I, listen, do I've not watched. Take a bear I've out of a trap. Part of the recent season of The Walking Dead. Excellent. And he he saves a tiger. He yes. saves a tiger, and then the tiger is his best friend. Yeah. Uh, although you could be argued that the reason those traps are out there is to prevent animals such as the timber wolves and polar bears from mauling you to death. No, mm-hmm. those traps are out there because there's asshole poachers, Ray. Uh-huh. They're there for the poachers. And the poachers are killing wolves for their uh, – for wolf penis? Yo, like sell wolves, to Chinese wolves have been hunted to near extinction, you guys. You don't – you do not understand this, especially the gray wolf. In New Jersey, they do a bear hunt every year because they're like, oh, too many bears, blah, blah, blah. Do we want bears in bears. New Jersey? Yeah. <laughs> I want them everywhere. Do you want them G- everywhere? Gina's going to end like Grizzly Man. Oh, my She's goodness. She's going to go into the forest like, oh, there's a bear to trap. i got to let him out. <laughs> Here lies Gina. No, I'm going <laughs> to – She loves you, animals You know what? Much. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to free a bear from a trap and then he's going to be like – you can give me three names. Three names of people you want me to kill. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So the bear becomes Arya Stark. Uh, no, no. Uh, the bear the, the, is the bear Jack and is... Hagrar. Jack. Oh, my God. <laughs> you deserve <laughs> that. Wow. <laughs> wow. That happened. Um, well, yeah. So so uh, Snake Eyes makes a new friend, basically. I mean, maybe the inner monologue. He sees Timber in the trap. He yeah. starts to walk away and goes, you know, wolves have been hunted to near extinction. Yeah. Even in the year 1983. I got to go do my part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and this then, is why yes. we go in chronological order, because now we have to skip over the scene with the grapes yeah. and uh-huh. go right to another glowing Snake Eyes That's scene. That's what I'm yeah. talking about, because then uh, the polar bear attacks. And that polar bear was very large. Uh, that is not how big a bears are. Um, I don't know. I don't know. This is why we need bear traps. <laughs> I don't know if you remember the giant Indian. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he has the same growth hormone from our head. There is a perspective problem in this episode. In this, in this whole series, <clears throat> I wrote down. What did the five claws say to the canister of radioactive gems? Slap! (laughs) I guess, yeah, because the bear, it's like, remember that episode of He-Man we watched uh, for uh, uh, for the feed, and it was the monster that started at, like, 
seven yes. feet tall, yes. and then by the end of it was like 55 feet tall. That's how I felt about this polar bear. Depending on what angle we're looking at, he was either slightly bigger than <laughs> Snake Eyes or 18 times bigger than Snake yeah. Eyes. Yeah, well then, well then, see, this is why you always save animals, because then Timber saves Snake Eyes from the bear, and even Timber yeah. is like the size of that bear's hand. And Timber no, gets no. his ass kicked yeah. for I his did trouble. Not, I did not like he it. He distracted him for about a quarter of a second. And Bear's like, fuck this. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if Timber helped, to be honest but, with you. But like, also, does this old blind man, does he pull a an Obi-Wan Kenobi, like oh. chasing off the, the Tusken Raiders? 100% Well, yes. except that he actually uses a cattle prod, a super long cattle prod, instead of just like being scary. <laughs> Making a noise. Like you legitimately. It was like one of those grabby things for getting stuff off the high shelves for <laughs> short people, except it shocks you. Wait, what? Does that exist? Uh, Gina. I just changed your life. If you ever need to be on top of the fridge again, you don't need a chair. Here's the thing. Oh, fuck a chair. If you want to know how I get things, I hoist myself up onto my countertop. (laughs) And then I stand. And I think this every time I do it. Wildly This is going to be how I die. Oh, my God. I'm going to fall, break my neck. And I've Did you see the most recent American Gods? So many times. (laughs) I saw most of it. I'm not through it. I have to watch it in in chunks at work when I have Uh, time to watch it. It's at the very beginning of the old lady who uh, climbs up on the- Yes. uh, As I was watching it. But she even had a step tool. I don't have that. I I just use my upper body strength, do like a push up onto the onto the thing. That's for that's for yeah, that's, that's for chubby people. I think that's, that's not like for chubby for like, people. That's for people who can't it's like for people who can't reach the things on high. You, you think you're sitting on the couch using to reach the remote because you're fat? Is yes. that where you're going with that? They advertise, that is not what it is for. They advertise this on Matlock for old women who can't reach the cans on the top shelf. But I know. feel like this is how I stay active, is by hoisting myself up onto the countertop think you could, you and then precariously standing while I muscles. get too many things. <laughs> I've almost died many times. Yeah, maybe stop not doing that. Not a bit. No, I like to live God on the edge. Once I start living my life by fear, then I stop freeing wolves from bear traps. <laughs> How many wolves are you free from? I'm genuinely concerned for Gina's health now. Yeah, I don't know that we're going to make it through all the rest of the miniseries because she's just going (laughs) to die. Okay, so they make a huge plot point in the moment of showing that Snake Eyes lost the canister as he's being carted away by um, Snow Santa. Let's call him Odin. Odin. I like Odin. (laughs) Also, Uh, fix the wolf first. That's what I wrote down. I was like, leave that ninja. Fix the wolf. I didn't see because it doesn't seem like he takes Timber with him. So does Timber wake up and what? follow, or no, does he put Timber in the thing? Yeah, he picks him and puts him in. Okay, but also I totally this is the that. Jurassic Park moment with the canister because it falls down the side of the snow mm-hmm. and the snow sort of like half buries it. Right. Uh, you guys, uh, he's got this. He's got this uh, cattle prod. Yes. Uses to shock the bear, mm-hmm. and then and himself he's all like, saucy. "Yeah, guys, yeah," to the dogs. And bzz, bzz, bzz. does he shock the dogs? Oh, he better not. Instead of doing like a like a reins, kind of like you know, yeah, shake oh, the reins. He better not. I will I find th- him and kill. I think him. he it's shocks weird. the sled dogs. He, it looks like he shoots twice that. at the dogs and then once forward. Like go this way. Well, I, that's what I think is like because uh, now he just kind of into the air and they hear the noise and get moving. But I think. Uh, as he's training them, he must actually shock them so that they're scared of that noise. Uh, you uh, have to, don't you? I hate this guy. Yep. yep. I hate this guy. Yep. Now, now you hate him? He's yeah. got all the dogs. I mean, he saved him. Timber. Uh, I'm just trying it's to not, it's create not. moral quandaries for you no, to uh, go no, home and any, like, sweat No over. amount of good <laughs> deeds undoes a bad deed to an animal, in my opinion. Wow, really? Yeah. You Here's know Michael Vick like made ha- a lot of money. Like those happy... No, my. I hope he dies. 
I bet you Gina did something horrible to a to an animal yeah, in her youth, and now no. she's like she she's, had to bury it. And now she's, a, she's like such an advocate for. She's like Mike Huckabee's kid who tortured that animal to death. Yeah. Oh God. Oh, I, I, the fact Mike Huckabee. The fact that his dad still holds office after that story came out is disgusting well, to me. Why couldn't Mike Huckabee's uh, son torture Mike Huckabee to death? I mean, we could yeah. be missing those jokes on Twitter. I'm kidding, of course. Secret Service. I'm not. G.I. <laughs> Joe will return after these messages. He'll fight for freedom wherever there's trouble. G.I. Joe is there. G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe and Cobra the Enemy, each sold separately from Hasbro. Now, back to G.I. Joe. I labeled this as Gina's music. Uh, that's in every episode, every Gina. Episode. Not every fa- episode. False. False. <laughs> uh, every t- yeah, to the same effect. Every time I hear that music now, I'm like, hey, that's that music Gina forgets about every episode. <laughs> It's it's like uh it's like if I listen to it all the way through it erases it from it erases its memory of me like it's like, it's like the silence like on the Doctor sports. Who <laughs> it's like those old school like a uh, uh, DVD rentals the Divix remember those how you'd watch the movie and then it would erase itself from no the, from the Ray CD? stick to Doctor <laughs> Who I will things not. or or I or he's like it's like the Shadow King from from Legion. Okay, I'll go with that. Music is like the Shadow King from Legion. <laughs> it makes me forget that I listened to it. Mm-hmm. And it just replaces it with a picture of Dan Stevens eating tape. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mind that. Well, all right. W- so, what? Uh, nope. Moving like on. specifically? Nope. Like Dan Stevens eating tape uh, replacing your memories? That's a weird thing to want. <laughs> Every time she watches G.I. Joe now, uh, like, uh, instead of music, she just sees a dude eating tape. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Major Blood returns to the crystals in a completely throwaway scene. Uh, uh, not throwaway because no. the crystals are like uh, – they look like that kid's toy. The kid's toy. You know like yeah. where you have like different – different three different colors of, of shapes and they're they're long. You guys have not played with enough kid's toys recently. You mean like one shape like a star, one shape like a triangle, one yeah, shape like a Yeah, and they're circle. all blue, red, and yellow and mm. you have to – like when you're – you have to figure out which goes where. It mm. teaches kids about colors oh, and shapes. Like perfection? No, no, perfection is much like a younger, for twelve year olds. That idea, okay. It's like a, there's like it's like a sort of like a like a workbench, but it's made yes, of plastic. Yes, and it's like uh, you know about that big, would. like oh. the size of a toster, I and it's for like some, a one year old. I think we have something very similar in my house right now. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say. I was gonna yeah, say. I think I own like that. The most basic <laughs> toy anyone. It's like having that little uh, popcorn popper on a uh, on a stick. Oh, I need one of those. Yeah, uh, just, yeah. No, do not get those. those. For oh, they're me. the best. No, no, the best. No, what? Seriously, what like it? the the things that like you you push and they pop up and yep. make noise. That's the so raddest. real story. <laughs> I was at I was at Samir's oh, God, house. Somebody died on Sunday. No, <laughs> family. But like like, wa- like you will you will get so annoyed by it so mm-hmm. quickly. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of Samir's sisters was like, I keep throwing it out and it keeps coming back. It's like that. <laughs> it's like the doll from the Twilight Zone. <laughs> And it's seriously like every time I'm there, someone will be like, "Oh my god, kid, like let's put this, let's put this freaking crap away because it's so noisy and so obnoxious, and and all the parents want it away." And then the next time it's down again somehow. 
I will say this. Okay. I remember how much joy I got from that toy as a child. I do not remember any interim memories of being irritated by it as an adult or a young adult. When's the last time you were around it, though? Oh, I have no idea. Yeah. It's entirely possible that I have never been around it since I was a child. But that being the case, I'm going to get my child one of those because – You're going to regret uh, it. It, was, it made me so happy as a little kid. Because we're recording this right now, if Chan decides he hates the toy and it's super annoying, Gina, it's now our responsibility yeah. Oh, yeah, to keep to replacing it. Well, I mean, here, here, here's the thing. <laughs> just stick it. Just stash make sure it. he's always got one. Yeah. Stash it in the closet somewhere that's just like the little handle sticking out so like a child would like look over and like <gasps> – Oh. I mean, here's the thing. I feel like I am around kids way more often than you guys are. Oh, yeah. Having no three nieces and nephews, and mm. Samir has four nieces and nephews. Yep. There's not really a week that goes by without yeah. me being around kids. Mm-hmm. The pitter-patter of tiny feet. They are they have so they get so much joy from literally everything. Like you could hand them a bunt pan and they'd be like, Oh yeah. Well yes. Bunt but pan. They would they would bang the bunt pan very loud. The thing yeah. is children get joy out of loud things. So no. they're gonna love me so much. I got a lot of joy out of my mom bang you against the <laughs> My mom used to give us like little little worksheets to do and she would give us gold stars after oh we finished them. They were oh my so God. fun. They were that so is the fun. nerdiest, most horrible thing I could it's possibly It's not horrible. Imagine. I loved them. Like, I used to ask oh, my mom no. to do them. Oh, no. Yeah. Gina did homework for fun as a child. When I was like, it was when oh, I was awful. like three. That's... I didn't think it, I didn't know what homework was when I was three. It was before I was in pre K. This is, this is a story of child abuse. <laughs> it was great. No, Gina's my mom. I have to go to a therapist and work this one out. My mom was a teacher. So she was like, do you guys oh, want to do this? And my brother and I were like, yes. Yeah, oh, my no. mom was a teacher too, and she used to give me those worksheets, and I'd be like, "I don't fucking want to do this." No, they're great. And then like no, getting, they're not, they're and then like fun. you have they're all not. the different colors of stars, so you'll oh. be like, and she'd be like, "What color star do you want?" And you'd be like, "I haven't gotten a yellow one in a long time. I want a yellow oh, one." Oh my god, this is they like listening great. to a person being like, "Oh yeah, sure, my dad put out cigarettes on my arm, but that's totally normal. All kids See, have cigarette burns on their arms." Here's the thing: that would be true. If you couldn't look around this table and say, "Huh, which one of us is the happiest adult?" It's this guy. This guy right here. Yeah, I so think that's clearly uh, probably true. Ouch. That is that is true enough. <laughs> so guys, there's a big underwater <laughs> battle that happens I don't as know. we I find feel, harsh truths. I don't know that I have the morale to continue on with this episode now. <laughs> Let me ask you a question, Chan. Shrieking, is it about shrieking eels? Not yet. Oh. First off, um the guy says uh, uh it's it's hot enough around the sulfur water to hard boil an elephant. How does that work exactly? <laughs> that is a very strange saying. And this is – What was the uh, first part of it? Uh, uh, they talking about the sulfur, the, some sort of like extra sulfur in the water. And the stuff flowing out of there is molten sulfur. The water around it is hot enough to hard boil an elephant. Yeah. Because an elephant, I mean, you you get it right. An elephant is huge. So you would yes. crack the egg. So you crack it open, no, and there's a yolk know? inside the elephant. Right. That's the thing. To boil an elephant, yes. To hard boil an elephant is taking two things and kind of mashing them together that don't really go. Yeah. Yeah. I would. You could. You could hard. But I feel like. Uh, yeah. I guess. But like, I feel like he's saying like, oh, if you hold the elephant over it, it'll hard boil it. <laughs> You put them in it, you're boiling it. It just sounds delicious to me. I don't know. <laughs> what? How do you – oh, Gina, how do you hard boil an egg? How do you I hard boil an egg? I hold my bare hands boiling hot water for eight to ten minutes and then I give it an ice bath in with my hand and then I bandage up my hand. <laughs> That's hot enough to hard boil Gina's hand. <laughs> um, 
Okay, I will say this, though. It is at around this point during this segment where I started to think, you know what? This this miniseries is really, really good. Yes. Mm. Storytelling-wise for a young adult of the age that they're going for. Uh-huh. Like, you have this sort of creepy imagery, mm-hmm. uh, and which they even say is like, oh, it's like it's in a nightmare. These weird yeah. tubes. And, you know, if for some reason you missed the tomorrow on, you you wouldn't know what was going on. Just that, like there's this crazy shit. And like, sure, maybe some sort of geological formation. I don't know. We're going trying mm-hmm. to find this, mm-hmm. you know, heavy water. Uh, and, and then these s- snakes come out of it. Yeah. And all of it sort of follows as a story. Uh, it it has like uh like stakes and it has mm-hmm. like a, tube a thrill it has tube stakes <laughs> leathernecks penis is all over this thing it's oh my so creepy God. uh but you know like it makes sense as a story and you would be watching it as an adventure and like it keeps building 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 oh my god there's these things there's things oh now they're being attacked and they still mm-hmm. got to get to the water mm-hmm. and and then they make a deal with cobra and then the right. cobra betrays them and, and all of this yeah um it makes sense to me uh, why I actually still remember this so much so that I thought that maybe I had watched it recently yeah. oh. because it it really kind of sunk in um, as as a strong story. Because you're telling the story of many different characters all at the same time, very simply, just through their actions. Mm-hmm. You don't need to tell me that the Baroness is deceitful and evil right. because you know she won't take the deal with the Joes until it's obvious that she herself is in peril. Yep. And then at first opportunity, she takes the opportunity to uh, uh, say, deal's off, give me all your stuff. Yeah, yeah, I agree. This would have been cool. Also, it is kind of scary for little kids. Yeah. Oh, I was terrified it, of the, the tube worms. Yeah, it, yeah. And it was pitched oh, at yeah. just the right level where it's, mm-hmm. you know, like you may get a little nightmare, but it's not like crazy, you know, like I'm scarred for life. But it's still, you know, it burns itself in your memory. Mm-hmm. We, we had a creek in our backyard uh, uh, growing up where I did. And anything that looked remotely like <laughs> a snake or a worm of any kind and I think it was implanted by this episode, mm-hmm. I was terrified of like, it. Tube scream and run away. Tube steak. Yeah. Leathernecks nope. penis yeah, is in the water. Yeah. Run. Yeah. There's an old man in the creek. It's not, it's naked. not, it's not from the G.I. Joe episode that <laughs> Ray was afraid of that. <laughs> also, I guess this is the time period before our uh, official U.S. doctrine was don't negotiate with terrorists. Because the first thing they do is negotiate with terrorists. Oh, yeah. Well, someone says request permission to wheel and deal. That's right. torpedo. Torpedo, yep. Um... And uh, uh, so, yeah, they, she turns on them, and well, uh, and they decide to join forces. Yes, and which is great. What they do is they attack the tube worms. So, somebody, please tell me, how is that different from their plan before this? They're not shooting at each other. So you don't have to worry about Cobra and Joe shooting each other. You can focus on the worms. This, okay. This, that, that was okay. what I got out of because I thought the same thing. It still felt like they were kind of shooting at each other still, but mm-hmm. maybe. Well, they were shooting yeah. at each other's tube worms because you might not have the angle on yourself, but right. you might have the angle on the guy over there. I gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I really like, though, that Baroness is still like keeping her head about her while there's a tube stake on her. Yep. <laughs> Like, yes. like it's like wrapped around her eyeball, mechanical eyeball thing. She's got a walking eye too of its own. Like yeah, aquatic and, walking eye. And mm-hmm. instead of just being like, ah, oh my god, I'll do whatever you want. Like she's like, all right, let's hammer out some specifics yeah. to this deal. Yep. Here's what I'm offering, and it's like, whoa, she's awesome. Just keeping her poop together. Um, yeah. And then the way they come up with the final, like after the commercial break, how Duke comes up to defeat the the, the, the tube worms. 
is, okay, Chan, I'm going to need help with this one a lot. I hate this. Mm-hmm. Because they shoot the base of the rocks, okay, right. uh, and I guess it's sort of like a snail with a, a, a you know, a, a rock or whatever with a shell mm-hmm. that they're hiding inside. So they're, they're kind of like yeah. stuck inside. The, 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 they float up, and as they float up, the pressure gets worse? No, the pressure gets lighter. Uh, it becomes less. I'm but because uh, it's it's a thing they found, like when uh, they try to uh, take a go like down into the Marianas Trench or wherever you go, and you, you pick up a, a a fish there. It's uh, it's uh, um, I mean it's it's used to being under that type the, of pressure. Yeah. So when you take it up, it's like when you go out into space. Your body is built. For one psi, is that no, not one psi, but like one atmosphere of pressure. Okay, because mm-hmm. that's where we live. You go out in space where it's basically a vacuum, and uh, as we learned in uh, this last week's uh, Doctor Who, uh, oxygen bubbles form in your blood. Uh, the uh, the boiling point of water is much lower, so your uh, the fluid in your eyes boil. Oh man! Uh, and basically, your body tries to expand. Expand. It won't explode like pop, but everything will all all the stuff is going to rupture in in uh you know on the outside of your body and whatnot. So it's basically they're taking the tube worms and putting them in the vacuum of space. Yes, okay. I I hate this. I also hate how how badly they're screwing up this underwater habitat, and I think that this is the cause of these worms extinction. Oh no! I feel like they left plenty of the worms behind. I though. mean, but they they like effed up their habitat, so I just feel like at some point people are going to be like, "Oh, they were thriving. Now what's happened to them? There's only like two left." Interestingly, they do blow up a couple of the uh, columns before the and, snakes yeah, come out, and nothing happens. And I feel like uh, this was uh, this is a colony, and they expand. Normally, I think they would fill another a larva would fill a slot that did not exist or like if a, if a tube worm <laughs> died they would uh f- they would take over someone else's tube uh-huh. or make their own if there were none available and it seemed like there were a lot of tubes i think they're fine like as a species they'll like, be they fine they can get out of the tube and go back down and find an- another tube is what you're saying mm-hmm. yeah uh if they if they make it out of that uh yeah. and also they uh uh only took out the ones that were probably nearest than actually attacking. There it seemed of like there were a lot more around than yeah. just where the heavy yeah. water was. Uh, one of my favorite Gina. things. <laughs> one thing that I actually Not really did one. like. <laughs> that is a pretty awesome, scary monster yeah, noise. Terrifying. Yeah, I just pooped myself, guys. I'm telling you, go rewatch that scene from The Princess Bride where he talks about the shrieking eels. <laughs> That's what they were, right? Um, okay, well, uh, Baroness says no deal at the end of all of this, and G.I. Joe's yeah. like, actually, we're just going to leave. And she's like, oh, yep. okay. I yep. like that she's always on brand. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, okay, Chan, this is where I need more science help from you. Oh, boy. We're back at the cabin with snake eyes and his glowing radiation, which has now been trans... Due to a com- composite of leaves and herbs, it sucked the radiation out of him like a sponge, and he puts it in the fireplace, so now snake eyes no longer is irradiated. What's up with that? Nothing. <laughs> I, it sounds Not sounds like God legit science to me. Thing. It seems like very legit science to me. Like it seems like this guy would know. Also, he lives we're near the crystal. Yeah. Oh, f- oh, quick jump back. They uh, talking to Doctor Vandermeer, and they're like, uh, and, and the Cobra Commander is like, they uh, you guys all surrender, well, or we're going to disintegrate. No, it's not. We're going to disintegrate New York City. Oh, excuse me. Uh, yes. And 
I do not recall the mass device ever having the power to disintegrate shit. This was so. another point of contention for me because in the preview for this episode, when they get in the previously on GI Joe at the beginning, yep. they say that they disintegrated the Eiffel Tower as opposed to just like teleported it, which immediately like struck me in the in the previously on because it was like, but this thing doesn't. They can tell people they're disintegrating it, but they're not really. They're just teleporting it. But what's the difference if you never see it again? You know. Yeah, except that they teleported all of the uh, uh, people, the army, the Russian army, right? And then showed them. Did they being, show the army? Yeah, yeah. Sh- and that was part of their you know, intimidation if, if tactic. You're the world. You don't actually know what this thing can do. Uh, if if he tells you it disintegrates things, then okay, I believe you. It disintegrates things. I've seen mm. no evidence that you're wrong. Except that he's telling he's telling like the Baroness like disintegrate you know all of New York City. That was weird. Yeah. So like yeah, I don't know that he that, bought into his own hype. Maybe that's he's, what it he is. He said it enough times oh, okay. that he was like like Donald Trump. Yeah, and and probably at some point someone was like, "Should we tell him that it's just being teleported?" It's like, dude, are you really going to split hairs? <laughs> this guy's going to cut your head off for uh, saying that he's wrong. So just. Keep it on the DL. Yeah. That's fine. Let's move on. This radiation sickness, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Also, there are (laughs) pills that you can take, potassium chloride, I believe, that will- uh, Oh, enough with your Western medicine, Chan. (laughs) Stop trying to push your big pharma on us. Herbs and poultices and unguents. Do you take a tomato bath soup? Is that a- Ooh, I would eat that while I was bathing in it. Uh, And uh, I feel bad for the dude who- Although I guess it makes sense, he's a weird uh, hermit who lives out in the middle of nowhere and never gets to talk to anybody. Yeah. So sure, I'm going to talk for two and a half straight minutes. Sure. Exposition, everything. I was totally fine with that. If someone's here. Uh, uh, by the way, I'm blind, but I can still tell you're a good guy. I also did the same with the radiation. Even though you can't talk, and I have nothing to go on except that, like, you probably do a lot of push-ups because you muscly. That's all I got to no, go. No, I will say that like if someone had a, a a wolf friend with them, I would assume they were a good person. But I will say, Snake Eyes, break your fucking vow of silence to give that dude a thank you. You <laughs> don't probably, have to tell anyone. He probably gave him a thumbs up, and the he dude did was not. Like, I can but sense your thumbs up. He did not. He doesn't even shake his hand at the end. Like at least like that 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 upset me. But yes. seriously, I was like, hey, just be like, yo. Dude, I took a vow of silence, but like, uh, thank you so much. Just don't no, no, ever no. tell anyone that I broke Here's the what vow happened. Of Here's what happened. <laughs> that dude's like, I'm blind, so I don't even know what your face looks like. As soon as he leaves, he's like, I can see. <laughs> Snake Eyes knew what was up. He's like, that dude was looking at me and he saw my face. Whatever's wrong with it. Uh, I guess we find out what Cobra Commander's face looks like, but we never find out what sort Snake Eyes' is. I, yeah. I thought that there was nothing wrong with Snake Eyes' face. I thought it was just part of his vow. Um, part my, of his commando vow. My understanding is there are different storylines here. Some are that he got shot in the throat and that, or like, or like got hit there. So and I have so to he, cover my face. He can't talk anymore. <laughs> and so this is just part of his ninja thing. Sure. Like, uh, as other things are that he's scarred, uh, uh, on the, I feel uh, like in the movie it was just that he, like, this is the thing that he does. Although at the beginning, uh, when Snake Eyes was first created, he was just a commando. None of this ninja bullshit. Correct. He doesn't like, do any ninja on. shit. Like I've totally forgotten about this until somebody, one of our uh, listeners, pointed Davis. out. Yeah, pointed it out to us. Yeah, I think you're right. It was Di- thank you, Diana. Um, 
was that he was a commando originally, and I had completely forgotten about that. I only yeah. remembered him as a super ninja. Right. And and you realize he's not doing any kung fu in any of anything. He's shooting people with guns and stuff. He's just know? being like a tough badass. So, right. You know, yeah, but the ninja thing works way better, and I'm glad they made that change. Because <laughs> the whole deal with the Arishikaga clan and all that, it's just like, it's wonderful storytelling. <laughs> um, but anyway, oh, and then in the plot point I pointed out earlier, the big plot point about the canister uh, uh, being missing in the woods, he just returns it. Yeah, you just oh, I find this. By the way, I find your canister. Here you go. Yeah, yeah. This this may have been one of those things where like we had an additional two minutes of story. They're like, oh, uh, just cut that and just say that he just brought it. That's fine. Yeah, I know. We, I know we already animated this really long bit, but uh, yeah, it's fine. I was Solved. thinking, do we think that this this old guy definitely isn't evil, right? No, he's a good guy. Nah. Okay. He's just an eccentric good guy who he's no, serving no, a Deus Ex Machina in the moment. And but I'm then saying, he's gone. like, a spoiler alert, later on that canister ends up being not so good. Yeah. Uh, but he wouldn't have known that. Yeah, that was like a Cobra thing. That makes yeah. it seems like a Cobra type thing to do. How great would it have been though if he had like taken off his face and it would have just been like Zartan and this was all like a really elaborate ruse just to That would have been pretty sweet. Yeah. And it may have been something that got cut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't think Zartan was a. Th- that wouldn't have been a yeah, thing that they yeah. would have had at this point. Um, so moving on to the next scene, why does Vandermeer want to surrender so badly? Like, like what happened to him? Because Ugh. he's constantly like, we should just all surrender. This is because G- in the GI Joe universe, they feel like real men are army men and right. scientists are puss balls. Okay. And there's some truth to that in life as well as the G.I. Joe universe. Um, Shut your mouth. <laughs> but also, that was also he was probably looking around and was like, you guys aren't going to get shit done. We don't. Even, we have one fucking element. Y'all can't get your shit together. Just, just pack it in. Come on now. Yeah. yeah. It, it struck me watching this episode and then more in the next one. G.I. Joe keeps coming up with spur-of-the-moment plans that keep not working. Like... <laughs> They keep having their own like quick fixes on things, and then and oh yeah, that didn't work at all. Moving on, and I guess I can see why Vandermeer might get a little uh, uh, disenfranchised at a certain uh, point. But this is where you get the short fuse and Steeler fighting like the married couple. You're not telling it right. You're not telling. I'm telling yeah. the story now. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. physically pick you up and move you. Yeah. And then also, yeah, we get Cover Girl actually being like competent at this level. Yeah. Just, what just happened? Weird. Yeah. Especially also in these early episodes, like Scarlet's pretty awesome too. I feel like mm-hmm. I feel like they did some marketing research on this first on this first miniseries, and they were like, "The girls are too cool. Make them lamer." It may have been because Lady J isn't here yet. It may have been like her Cover Girl's competence got moved over to her, and then she just became a third stringer. At some point, they may have decided like blonde yeah. is equated with like bimbo. So best not to go that route because it's too much explanation that like and she used to be a model and then she became a badass blah blah blah. Uh, the br- the brown haired girl is the tough one and Cover Girl would just like uh, yap and talk about. I makeup. honestly bet it, it was just like it, it was an animation thing that they that they were like, Ugh, this blonde is like too like doesn't She's transfer too well because there's not too many blondes on the show. If you yeah, notice. like rock and roll usually has a helmet. And is also rarely on. Yeah, Duke, they they usually don't. He's a little bit of a, a dirty blonde, though. Yeah. He's not like yeah. she's like bright yellow. No, yeah, they is, don't use yeah. that color a lot, and and I so I think it's probably something that like does not transfer well or is okay. difficult for some reason. And yeah. they said like, look, if this chick's gonna be a main character, we got to change her hair color. Yeah, that would yeah. be my bet. I get that. Uh, but the animation it, alone would be hard to do. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
so Short Fuse and Steeler, with the help of Breaker, come up with, they basically build a killer satellite out of bubblegum and potato chips. Mm-hmm. And launch it from inside a building. And launch it from inside the just, building, where they're all standing. Open up the uh, skylight, we're just going to shoot a rocket into space. Yeah, what's the problem? From, you know, the den. Yeah, that's bottle rockets, that's a real thing, you could do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then, okay, so um, the sat- killer satellite goes up into space yep. to try to knock out the Cobra satellite. Yep. Decent plan. I like this plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vandermeer actually seems like this. By the way, like, here's all the things wrong with your satellite, but it's kind of friggin' awesome you guys built a killer satellite. Mm-hmm. Rock on. I'm not going to want to surrender now. Okay, cool. And so uh, uh, as it gets close to the Cobra satellite, a warning alert bleeps on the side of the satellite. My only question is, who is that warning alert uh, light up for? <laughs> Because there aren't exactly people hanging outside the satellite. Well, but then it, it bloops down to. Uh, <laughs> it does, uh, but I'm just like that. That that wasn't necessary. <laughs> you didn't sure. need that. Sure, it was. Because a Martian's fa- driving by and he's just like, "Oh, that, that satellite uh, needs some help." That was like can one we... one engineer's contribution. Can like, we... like it was like mostly done. He had been away for a while, and he was like, "I want to be involved." And they're like, I, "There's nothing left for you to do." And he was like, "It needs a warning light on the outside." Is that like the writer who changes a script and then just like se- severely adds one character just yeah. to like, get their residual check? Mm-hmm. Is that is that how that works? Yeah. Uh, are we going to talk about how they beamed a whole bunch of Cobra troops up into space? Uh, that's the next point. And then yes. used up all of their materials getting them there? I mean, they don't really focus on this at all, but this is some dark shit that is, a that dozen, is happening. a dozen major Toms up there that are about to come back to Earth hard way. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, they say, and I just, those troops are ice cold, too. It's just like, yep, getting shot into space where mm. I'm going to die. Doop, 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 doop. Space. Hey, guys, couldn't we have just sent up some automated guns or something like that? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, set up, you know, like, yeah, a bomb of some kind or um, a Cobra. Like, a, a re- they got the remote control technology. Why not send up, like, a drone of some yeah, kind? Yeah, they have you know? a joystick, yeah. which is mm-hmm. no, <laughs> this, that is every control for every object in the G.I. Joe universe at the time. It's like, we need to uh, pilot a... Uh, um, like a, a a spacecraft through four dimensions of you know like whatever. How about a joystick? Yeah, okay, cool. Done, done. Uh, we've got a uh, spider robot with fourteen individual arms that each need controls. How about a joystick? Great. Well, could you put a button on it? Yeah. Okay. Done. I'll put two buttons on it. Uh, whoa! Nouveau. Crazy talk. Uh, yeah, that's the uh, the fifty two hundred, not the twenty six hundred. That is correct. Seventy eight hundred. Uh, yeah, I don't. It was it was a number bigger than the twenty six hundred. Yeah. Anyway, twelve year old Cobra Commander comes out for just a moment. Cobra rules. Fuck yeah, Cobra I love rules. It. I love that, was, it. that made me so happy. Put up the horns. Draw it on your peachy. Cobra rules. Yeah, and, and I love that just how dark it gets in that moment. They're just like, yeah, we just murdered twelve people, and we're not going to talk about it at all. <laughs> you know, you saw what just happened. You can extrapolate their fate. And this is the other thing that made me uh, really dial into this and uh, think of it as think of how good it actually is storytelling wise. Because they had five episodes, and they don't even do a very good job of it uh, later on when they do the miniseries. Yeah, but Cobra feels like a threat. Mm-hmm. They're actually doing the things they say they're going to do and threaten to do, and are actually having you know, success. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, obviously. You can only do so much when at the end of every 22 minutes you have to have G.I. Joe win. And a Cobra base explode. Yeah. <laughs> but in this in this format, you're like, oh, fuck. They might not make it out. They might be able to do some fucking 
Yeah. Damn e- it. Every time G.I. Joe throws a punch at Cobra, Cobra is like parrying and counterpunching mm-hmm. over and over and and winning. Yeah. And G.I. Joe's getting their little victories in here and there, too. You know, they got the crystals. You know, they got half the heavy water. But mm-hmm. Cobra looks very competent. <laughs> yep. You know, in, in what's going on here. I feel like they just dumbed down every, every, most of the characters yeah, a little in bit. this show after the after – the- Yeah. And that's – like I said, it's, it's kind of like just an artifact of the format. You just don't have enough time to get – that entire arc out there. And what I what I appreciate also is that as soon as the, the killer satellite plan fails, Vandermeer immediately wants to surrender again. <laughs> sure. His hope is just busted immediately. Guys, we haven't we gotta do the surrender. We got we, we're we're done. Uh everybody, like, can I leave? <laughs> well that's the thing, is like we only have this one element. Fucking okay, oh no, we got a we got a plan. We got this. Yay, yo Joe. Okay. And it fails again, like did I just not tell you that we're <laughs> fucked? Yeah. Uh, and then fucking Snake Eyes has to be a like a slow rolling bitch and be on a whole like uh, uh, cover girl rolls in and yeah, look what, what I that? found. Like, ooh, here's me. He could be sitting in the car next to her. Yep. Nope. He's hiding. He's hiding under like a box of stuff <laughs> in the trunk. I also like how how she says to him, the first thing she says to him is, "Oh, I knew you were too tough for some crystals to finish you off." And I'm like, the rest of that sentence is, "But I assumed you would die of radiation poisoning," <laughs> which is vastly different from just some crystals. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, okay. no one thinks to ask him. Like, if that were me, I would be like, "Hold up, did you just find a way to cure cancer in like two hours?" <laughs> yeah, but he wasn't awake for it. So he doesn't know what the guy did. He just I mean, knows it involves some herbs. I would just be like, hey, take us back to that fucking Odin dude ta- so he can tell us what herbs suck out radiation poisoning. Uh, sorry, all I can remember is a beautiful woman. <laughs> uh, I can't help you. And then the episode ends because uh, Snake Eyes gives him the container with the red crystals in it. And yep. it turns out that uh, nobody notices because they just leave it lying on the ground. Like they, they basically just they dump the crystals into the container and just yep. throw it over their shoulder. <laughs> oh, by the way, radioactive gas. Everybody's going to be glowing now. Everybody's shooting down. Yep. Mm. And then uh, they just kind of crash, and then that's the end of it. <laughs> like, oh, the fumes, they have paralyzing properties. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Duke. You could just say it's paralyzing gas. Yeah. And that's Beck- it. That's Beck- yeah. Again. Well, we had two, three female characters in a reasonably prominent role in this episode. Don't yeah. patronize me, Ray. I'm just saying, <laughs> it gets closer. We know where we go with the Bechtel test and have a lot more passes than we thought we were going yeah, to. Yeah, there will not be a Bechtel uh, uh, pass in the either of these miniseries, I don't think. Um, Baroness and, and uh, Scarlet might talk. That's our best chance yeah. at having something happen. Actually, in the, in the, yeah, the, the next time on, not for this episode, but for the next episode, makes it seem like a cover girl... Oh, no, no, no. Scarlet and the hot slave chick uh, be- oh, become friends. Oh, right, right, right. There you go. But they're probably talking about, have you seen Duke? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen Duke. What's your, what's it, what, what you need to talk to him for? <laughs> Step off. I'll wow. clock you in the fucking nose. She's like, I've been a slave for so long. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be subservient to the strong blonde man. <laughs> And that'll do it for this episode, episode three. The, uh, what was it called? The Worms of Death. Worms of Death. Uh, this, to me, the worm scene is like the most memorable part of the mass It's some good device. crap. Right next uh, to Cobra Rules. Cobra write, Rules pretty strong. I'm going to wrote W-O-D. Worms of Death. <laughs> 
And guys, a little bit of contact information for the show. Uh, you can always set us up at facebook.com slash knowing is half the podcast. Uh, or you can join our Patreon if you want to subscribe to the show and get our bonus episodes and content. We're going to record an episode of Recess. Uh, coming up, and we also have uh, Beast Wars Transformers going in the vault very, very soon. And Silverhawks is already in there. We did an episode of that, which was a pretty good episode, actually. All things considered. Yeah. Patreon.com slash knowing is half the podcast. A few bucks a month, and you can get access to all the bonus stuff. Um, and that's basically it for me. Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter. We're at G.I. Joe Podcast. Did you just say basically that's it for me? That's it for me. As if he's, we're yeah, not here we're anymore. Not here. No, he thinks we're going to continue on after he's done. Ah, I Guys, see. remember yeah. my plight. <laughs> uh, you can go at Prez Serpentor on Twitter, and you can uh, follow the uh, Parallel Universe 2017 where Serpentor it was literally was not all for him. In addition to ignoring us, <laughs> he wasn't even done yet, but says that I'm all done. <laughs> I'm at Almighty Ray on Twitter. Wait, I will, and a I third. Will say, I will also say, I feel like President Pender's got a lot of explaining to do. Why is yeah. that? Because he's been talking with Russia. Yeah, I feel like I feel like a lot of secrets are coming out. Listen, um, let's not even talk about you know the secrets. It's who's telling you that he's leaking the secrets, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. even if it's the people he's telling the secrets to. Who's President Serpentor is a uh, Comey. Uh, just James Comey. <laughs> he's, he's in, he's in he's, that universe, too. He's evil enough that uh, it's believable. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll go with it. Uh, any any information you guys want to spread out there? Any uh, shows coming up? Any oh, fun? when's this episode coming out? Friday. All right. Tomorrow Maybe. night, Saturday night, UCB Franklin, midnight. One of my favorite shows to do at UCB. It's called Tournament of Nerds, where you pick uh, nerd characters. Oh, I might go to this. And they debate. Uh, different comedians debate as different nerd characters. And then a panel of judges, also usually a bunch of nerds or some professional wrestlers. Sometimes they get sports guys. Uh, vote and the audience gets to sort of clap uh, and see see who wins. And I will be paired up with Leslie Cena, whose book we have promoted on That's this right. show. Mm-hmm. She and I are playing a tag team pair. I'm not going to tell you who we are playing yet. If it's not Tomax and Zaymod, I'm out. <laughs> I would pay so much money to see that. If, so if rad. Leslie and I were Tomax and Zaymon. <laughs> you had to like you had to like you're improvise like, but like finish each other's sentences and thoughts. So you're basically playing that one improv game. I feel like I feel like that would be that would be a hard sell God. for Leslie. That sounds awful. I, yeah. I'm in. Here's the deal. I'm in. I want it. Uh so that's Saturday at midnight, UCB Franklin, Tournament of Nerds. Cool. Uh, and Chana, anything you gotta promote? Uh, I'll be leaving for Japan in a couple days. So, That's right. so rob his apartment while he's gone. Find me in Japan. Also, I'm gonna get. I'm. I'm probably gonna get a, a huge dude to house sit for us. So don't rob my house. Yo, if uh, if you don't eat, if you don't take a picture of every type of noodle that you eat, I will kill you. Oh, oh my I'm, goodness! I am a, a, as as much data as we have. Uh, we're gonna live stream it all. I just want food info. And and think of how many cats he's gonna see at the Cat Island. Oh, uh, oh. Cat Island, yeah. And cat seriously, Cafe too. I'm, oh. I'm honestly looking up all the fast food places in Japan because I just want to try all. Yo, the crazy you gotta go to and... Jiro Dreams of Sushi Sushi. If you don't go to Jiro Dreams of Sushi Sushi, I'll kill you. Uh, we're it's a lot of murder <laughs> being threatened. On the apparently, show today. going to like this top notch. Uh, sushi place no. in like a fish market that's like one of the best in Japan. Love it. If it's uh, not Jiro Dreams of Sushi, it's poop. That you have to get up. And you, you deserve to be murdered. You have to be there at five in the morning to mm-hmm. get in mm-hmm. uh, oh because like, like as soon as the fish comes in off the boats, that's mm-hmm. when they start going. So, and, and then otherwise it's like a, like a 
three hour line. Crazy. What's the it's, it's but what's the Sarah can't eat sushi? What? Pregnant chicks can't eat sushi, dude. Eh. Mercury is real bad for unborn babies. Uh, you know if, what else if, is if, bad for unborn babies? Not having that experience. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. If you're not, if you're uh, uh, eating sushi all the time, that's a bad thing. If you have sushi once, it's gonna be fine. So she's only she's gonna go and only have it once. That sucks. Well, what do, you, what do you want? What literally? What do you want, Gina? Uh, she should what take the want? baby out to gestate somewhere else what? for the trip, <laughs> and then put the baby back in. I'm I, not entirely <laughs> sure how babies work, but just like take it out for a while, w- yeah. surround it in a bunch of hot water That's bottles, cool. so we'll, it still feels we'll like we'll put the it womb. in an axolotl tank that the Tlaloxu <laughs> will take care of for us. <laughs> Well, guys, that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, check us back next week, and we'll be doing part four, de- uh, d- Duel in Devil's Cauldron. That's a follow, hard thing Follow Chan on Instagram to see all the different noodles he's going to eat. Oh, what? you really You're should do that. You're not going to use Instagram? I don't know what you use Ugh. for noodles. Mm. What's, the pla- what's the best platform for noodles? <laughs> I need to know these things. Uh, Noodlegram? Snap Noodle? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. What's it? it's, uh... Nope, I'm done. Nudes, nudes, nudes. Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found.